Greener Grass podcast. We are your hosts, Carrie Lee and Kelly McVeigh. Thanks so much for being here today. If you check the show notes, there's a link there to our newsletter that we're sending out twice a month now. And also a special discount code just for being a Greener Grass listener. Today, we're so excited to have the CEO of Vibrant Body Company, Ali Schwabel. She is amazing, and Kelly and I talk about the interview and our experience with getting an online free bra fitting, and Kelly tells what it's like to actually wear the bra, so here we go. So Kelly, I listened and, you know, I do the editing, so I was editing the Vibrant interview, which you're about to hear. And first of all, I loved it. I love that you loved it. There's so many things that I never thought about. Yeah. You know, like these fabrics right up against my body in the most porous places in in my private parts. Yeah. And like what's seeping into my skin? That's scary. It really is. And you think about, I mean, I definitely have gotten clothing before. This sounds horrible, but that it has like a weird smell or. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. And you just think about all the different things. And I, I've said this because of being in clean, um, you know, beauty and the clean space that you put on like a pain patch, it's absorbed into your bloodstream. You put on a Nicorette patch, it's absorbed into your bloodstream. So all these things, you know, lotions or bras and underwear, like the toxins that go in are released, especially when you're sweating. I had never even thought of that. Okay. And then on a side note, yes. when I first got my fitting with Heidi, the first thing I did was I called Kelly. And I laughed so hard because they don't make a bra for my tiny ass boobs. <laughs> yes. I told Allie about this. <laughs> I told Allie about this and we talked about how you need the tank shelf. Yes. Um, the tank shelf, but yes, you no boobs for Carrie. Well, Tiny. it actually validated what I already knew because I've never had a yeah. proper fitting. I was like, this yeah. is why no bras fit me because there's no bra that's made to fit me. Like, it's the chicken right. or the egg. And it's because, and this is like years of me feeling like there's something wrong with me for not fitting any of these, you know, Victoria's Secret bras over the years or Gap or, you know, pink or whatever. And the fact is, is that bras are supposed to be at the very bottom line supportive. Yes. It's not supposed to be necessarily sexy, but that's what it turns into. Like you don't feel like you could like buy a sexy bra because none of them fit me. But look, you have like, I don't want to say normal size boobs, but like an average size boob. The girls that I've, talk to you who have boobs maybe a little bigger than yours it's just a pain in the butt it's like it's yeah. in the way it's messy you have to always wear something you're running your boobs hurt they're bouncing up and down like it wasn't until I was an adult and talked to those type of ladies that I really because they they would love to just walk around with a tank top and no bra like I can listen I have to say about you too I have seen you pretty much in your Thongs and bras. <laughs> yes, you have. As has the whole world. Yes, yes. Totally think I've seen you in pasties. But I think 
I think that there's a sexiness about that too. Like, I know that that's not what we're talking about, but, um, I think you always look amazing. Well, thank you. But it's like definitely like you don't feel like you could fill in a bra and you want to use a chicken cutlet so you can feel like the bra isn't just like collapsing on you. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, like I had the experience of bigger boobs because I was breastfeeding. And I talked to one of my friends who was always telling me like grass is greener. Grass is greener, Kelly. Grass is greener. Oh my, oh my God, it all comes together. She's like, it's messy. It's like a problem. It's like I have to think about it when I put my clothes on. I have to think about it all the time. She's like, so what do you think now that you have bigger boobs? I was like, it is messy. It, yeah. You know, I'm like, Ugh. so I'm really embracing did you, now. Did you get boobs when you were pregnant? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, you know, and it was like cool for a second. But then, yeah. but then after you're breastfeeding, it's just functional, you know? Yeah. Like, they're not sexy. Yeah. You're just feeding your child. So the fitting validated me. It also made me giggle because I was like, of course, they don't have a bra my size. But of course, that means that's what I always know. I wear athletic bras. I wear bralettes. I wear, you know, yeah. I wear those type of bras. And I'm in a industry that I'm wearing a sports bra all the time. And I have tons of, like, the cutest sports bras. So yeah. I get to do that instead of, you know, shopping for a sexy bra. But Kelly, honestly, how often do you wear a sexy bra? It's usually for comfort. Yeah, listen, I, I don't know if I should jump into this conversation. I feel like when you are in a new relationship, you probably dive into that a little bit more for at least some time. Um, and... I totally understand everything you're saying that I feel like there's this phase of your life where your boobs are not your even your boobs. Like I remember being pregnant with Emerson, finding out that I was expecting Mason and the doctor was like, "Oh, you can keep nursing Emerson while you're nurse while you're getting while you're pregnant with your next." And I was like, "Holy Hannah, like how many things can my body do?" Um and so your boobs are like not even your own. And then I think now being 45 ladies, um, and in a different space of my life, like my body is mine again and like more, you know, more my own and being in a new relationship, I probably do, uh, tent, like do, I'm probably a little more fun than I have been in quite, in some, quite time. some time. Whereas my fun, was yeah. in my rear mirror a little bit, but not very far behind me because, you know, I spent yeah, so many... we're in different spaces yeah. in our... Even though we're the same age, we're in different spaces in our life. Yeah, yeah. And so... And and let's, let's face it. Like, every guy that I've probably dated and, you know, including, including, you know, the love of my life, they're usually men that aren't that into, much into boobs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because yeah. they're just, you know, you, they're butt guy or a boob guy, normally. Normally, yeah. they pick one. Yeah. So yeah. So if I could talk to my 16-year-old self, I would tell her, don't worry, it'll work out for you. But yes. there, was no, there was no bra for me. And the other issue, it's, it's not that they don't have an A cup, because they do. So you ladies out there who are an A cup, they have a bra for you. But the difference is for me is that I'm an aerialist and I'm so muscular in my rib cage that I'm actually I would be a 36a which they don't have they have 
a 34A. So it's not just that I have small boobs. It's that I'm athletic and have small boobs. Yeah. So interesting. I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. So that's why. I have no muscular (laughs) (laughs) I do not have that problem. Kelly, Bean says hi. Hi, Bean. (laughs) Yeah, say hi, Kelly. Um, Yeah, so it's the muscular torso plus plus the boobs that have always been the same size. So, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I love it. I do, I love it. Yeah, it was fun to – you know, know her from previous and just to hear like her experience diving into this and um, the reasons why she dived into this, but also what it feels like to be a woman, you know, joining a company and helping lead a company um, as a CEO. So it was a great fun interview for sure. All right, let's get started. Here's Kelly's interview with Allie. Okay, so greener grass. I feel like network is so important. And if anyone knows that, it's our guest today, Allie. Um, She's someone that I had the opportunity to work with, watch her grow an amazing business in a past company that I was with. And I am so excited to learn more about her new um, job role, everything that she's doing. And I have to say, Allie, before I jump in, I have the bra on today. So I love it. It feels amazing. It's everything that I thought um, it would be after meeting Heidi, which we'll jump into (laughs) Heidi as well. But I am wearing the bra and I was on vacation last week. So I have to say this is the first day that I have been wearing it. But I think I've told like three or four people about the bra already today. So Allie, I would love for you first off to just um, give a little intro about who you are, where you're at. And um, we always like to know what your life looks like from the fact that I know you have kids, the whole work. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. My name is Allie Schwabel. I am, uh, I live in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, but I'm from Tennessee originally. Um, my, I met my husband when he was living in Milwaukee and I was in Chicago. I've been here about gosh, 18 years now. And we have two kids, nine and 11. And for the past seven years, so I stayed home with my kids. Um, you know, I had a, I had a career, um, before I had children in, uh, retail. So I worked with some brands like theory, um, Columbia sportswear, I worked with companies like Kohl's and Boston store and things like that. And then when I had kids, it was really important for me to be able to stay home with them. So I stayed home when my, I had my first. And then when the kids were about two and four, I felt like I had a little room for something else. And that's when beauty counter came into my life and I enrolled in beauty counter just for the discount and for something to do. And Hey, maybe I'll make a little money. And over the past seven years, I was able to achieve the top status there, um, had just an incredible ride. It was truly one of the greatest things I ever said yes to. And then I am still with beauty counter, but I was actually approached um, this past year by the founder of Vibrant, which is the company I'm currently CEO of for the CEO position. And honestly, he kind of came to me through my husband because they were a little bit closer friends and my husband brought it to me and I 
was like, you're kidding me. I like, no, no, I do not need another thing to do. You know, COVID, I actually took my kids out of school. We moved to Florida and I homeschooled them. So I was just on the precipice of like getting them back in school full-time and having some time to myself again. But oh, by the way, was able to build, still grow my business during COVID, which was incredible living from Florida, that that is the magic of network marketing is that you just really can grow your business anywhere and wherever you find yourself. Um, so he came to me and I said, no, immediately. And my husband was like, let's just go meet with him. I'm like, okay, fine. So we went to meet with the founder who's a really incredible guy, very, just super interesting. I guess if you figure out, you know, a man who starts a bra company must be. That's what, that's what I was just thinking in my mind. Like a man is the founder, which is amazing. Right. You have to tell me a little bit about that too. But okay. Keep, keep yeah, no. So he, we, we went to meet him and we kind of left and my husband, you know, left the meeting and we all went cause it was COVID. So we had no babysitters, the kids and I, and my husband, and we left and I thought, oh my God, like, I can't say no to this. It is so in my wheelhouse, you know, just taking everything I'd learned about the clean beauty industry um, and learning that it's basically the same thing is happening in apparel and textiles, that there is no regulation compared to the EU, that the same ingredients I was fighting at beauty counter to keep out of our skincare, phthalates, formaldehyde, actually can be in the apparel that we're wearing. And especially if you think about on the female form, your two most porous areas, and you think about your bras, tank tops, and underwear, and you know, off-gassing that's occurring. So, you know, like when you open a car door and it, a new car and you open a car door and it smells, or like you open a, um, a shower curtain and you smell that, like that is off-gassing and things are always off-gassing. So if you think about what you're putting on your body, all you need is heat and moisture for off-gassing to occur. And if you think about your, you know, your breasts and where you're wearing your underwear, like, and there's always heat there. And like, so it just was like an aha moment that I hadn't had, you know, being in clean beauty for over seven years and never really have thought about what I'm putting on my body from a textile and apparel stand standpoint. It was really eye opening. And listen, I have to say the same because even getting ready for this and, and, you know, I purchased the bra and all the things, but I feel like I too have been in this space and I think it was mentioned a couple of times, but I didn't dive into it. And even looking into it today, it is so another aha moment. That's just like mind blowing. And it's true. Those are the places that things are so close. And I can't, I, I always get shocked when you learn something like this in this space and you're like, oh my gosh, like, how did we not think about this or realize, realize this? So to totally get the transition into this for you. Right. And so it was just kind of like, this just makes so much sense for me. You know, I want to educate um, people so they can make safer decisions. And then, oh, by the way, we have this amazing product that we've, that we have. And that was, for me, that was it. Like, obviously the education and knowing better is one thing, but when I tried the products that Vibrant has and fell in love with them, I'm like, okay, now I can speak to this. Like, I can't talk about something I'm not passionate about. And I'm truly passionate about our bras and tanks and underwear because it is, they are, really are, they're not just like, you're not just sliding out of like a bra you don't really love into a safer bra that you don't really love. We're literally, we're giving you something that's better than what you had before. And oh, by the way, it's actually safer and better for your body. It's, it's really crazy. And I have to say too, because I got to watch you build in the first few years of your business that when I heard your name was CEO, totally made sense to me. And the reason that I felt that way is because you were a leader that was always focused, driven, 
um, letting all the outside noise be outside noise and not diving into all the things that can go. And you just really stayed within your business and focused on that. And I would imagine now that you're a CEO, you can tell me because I I don't plan to ever be CEO as (laughs) you didn't though. I didn't. I would think that there are decisions, thoughts, constant every day um, that come at you. And, and I can see you being someone that can thrive in just doing the work and staying focused and making the decisions and moving forward. You know, it's really interesting. Like when you, you bring up it in, in that context, I never thought I was going to be CEO of any company. I, I think representation is so important. And I, when I think of a CEO, especially a female CEO of a company, I think someone who has got a two-piece suit on perfect hair, knows all the big words, um, you know, can really speak eloquently and professionally. And that's not me. I mean, it's not that I couldn't be that, but that's just not me. I mean, I'm sitting here in ripped jeans, you know, my glasses and and my ponytail, and I don't necessarily, you know, I didn't go to business school. I mean, I graduated with a business degree, but I didn't get my master's or anything like that. Like I'm just a mom who happens to be super passionate about women's health and wellness and have experience that I've built over the past seven years that has kind of gotten me to where I am right now, but I didn't see myself in this role. And that was super challenging for me in the beginning to even think about me as a CEO. Like I don't fit the mold. Like I can't do this. How can, how can he think I can do this? Because I'm not a professional. I haven't been in the workforce in this way. Like I don't see myself in anyone else doing something like this. So, and I think what like women do, we think, oh, I, I can't, I'm not qualified for that. Like I couldn't possibly. And I think that for men, it's a lot easier to accept opportunities that come their way. And for women, we really are very thoughtful about things because we really want to be good at what we're doing and we want to bring value. And so it was a really challenging, you know, not just only because, you know, of the timing and how I'd never thought about something like this, but like really like assessing myself. And I really do go back to um, something that the founder of, of Beauty Counter used to always say, which was, or does always say that you have everything inside you to be successful. And I just kept kind of repeating that to myself because my husband was so super supportive. And of course my dad was so super supportive and, and they saw it and I just didn't see it. And so I just kept telling myself, like, I have everything I need to succeed. Like I can do this. And there are days where I feel like I've got it all together. And then there are some days and I think, I do not know what I'm doing. Like, does anyone know? I don't know what I'm doing, (laughs) but I will tell you from what you were saying before, kind of going back, like I do thrive in this kind of like moving from task to task and making decisions. And I am, I like to lead. I mean, I haven't really taken a lot of time to uh, um, evaluate my leadership style, but I would say like, I like to lead with vulnerability. Like I'm not going to pretend I know something I don't. And that's something the founder and I talk about a lot. Cause he's like, I love that. You're not afraid to say what you don't know. And I think in today's day and age, I think that a lot of people think they have to have all the answers. And I think that makes other people feel like maybe, you know, maybe I can't do what that person's doing because they always have the answer and I don't have the answer. And so I think it's really important to be vulnerable about, you know, even me taking this role and how I feel about it. I didn't think I, I, my first thought wasn't, yes, I've got this. My first thought was like, why me? How could I ever do this? And then again, like even daily day to day, it's, you know, being vulnerable, like, I don't know what that acronym means, or, you know, like, what are your thoughts on this? And so it's really about being open and not, you know, yes, at a certain point, you know, walking the walk, but like really being open about the fact that I don't have it all together. Nobody does. And I think the more we can be open and honest about that, it's going to allow other women to say yes to things that they're potentially scared about, because I was scared to say yes to this opportunity. 
I know. I think that in general, that makes, reminds everyone. Um, I love that you have the ability to do things, but that you did it scared. Like it's okay to jump in and do things scared. And I think probably your vulnerability and the fact that you're willing to listen to others probably gives um, your team and the company, they want to support, they want to have success together. They want to see you win and the team win. And so they value that in you. I think that it allows people to, you know, you can't be all things to everyone and people are hired in at certain, you know, have certain positions because they're experts in certain roles. And it's good to lean on people who are experts. You know, I don't know everything there is to know about digital media. And we have this amazing person that I can lean on with their expertise. And, and so it allows, I feel like people to have more of a voice because I'm not dictating everything. I'm open to collaboration and conversation and, um, yeah, so I think it does definitely, it makes people feel like they're contributing because I'm not kind of, I'm taking their thoughts into account because I need to create a thoughtful decision. Do you think, um, post, and I want to get into more, this is exactly what happens, right? Like we go yes. into things and that's what I want to happen. Um, but do you think post pandemic and obviously neither of us know, well, we know, we both know some, um, the ability for you to step into this role looks a little bit different. I think that the business world and working in an office at home, I think all of that has shifted since COVID in a positive way that I think gives you, I know the mom that you are from, you know, our relationship in the last few years, you can be a CEO and be in the office, be at home, do all the things. And I think that the world has shifted. Do you feel like that's true and that it was perfect timing and that maybe if it had been pre-COVID, it would have been hard for you to step into a role like this? Absolutely. You know, one of the things when I was um, talking to the founder about this opportunity is I was coming off of homeschooling my kids, literally being with them every single day for over a year. And there was no way I could step into a role where I was going to be in an office from nine to five. Like it just wasn't going to work. It was going to be a little, it was going to be too dramatic. Plus I still like, for me, the most important thing is allowing women to have that balance that they want. Um, my sister lives in Sweden and they have this, they just have an incredible work-life balance over there. And I just, I just think it's amazing that their culture values that. And so for me, I really want, you know, vibrant to be a place where women know they can come and that we're going to support them in this work-life balance. So when I was talking to the founder about this job, I told him, you know, one of my kind of stipulation was I am totally in, I'm super excited and passionate, but here's the deal. I'm working school hours. I work, start work when I drop my kids off of school and I'm home when they get home from school. And of course, if something comes up and I have to take a meeting after that, I will, but I, you know, a woman alone for six hours at work can accomplish a lot, especially coming off COVID. So I get a lot done while my kids are at school. And then I come home, I'm with my kids. And then maybe I'll check my email. Maybe I'll hop on a call, but I, I can't say, I think he probably would have been still open to that pre-COVID, but I have to say it has been amazing for women during COVID because we now have that flexibility to, oh, by the way, we can step into that role of being a mom and then come back um, maybe when they're at soccer practice or when they've got something else going on. So I definitely think it has evolved and it's allowed for women to kind of create that, hopefully be able to create that balance that's, that they are looking for. And I love, I mean, you are a CEO now, right? So you could help pave the way for so many other women 
And I mean, I would say that it's a brand for women currently. Right. And so it goes hand in hand. And I feel like it's so important. Did you feel imposter syndrome? Like, I feel like imposter syndrome is such a big deal. And I know you mentioned that in a little bit of a way. Absolutely. I mean, I think I've listened to it, you know, just through like working in my, in network marketing and listening to a lot of podcasts and just a lot of, um, personal growth came from that too. So I think there always is this idea and this thought process of imposter syndrome. Um, for sure. Like I'll be somewhere and someone will be like, Oh, congrats on the new job. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, Oh, they're talking about, because like, I don't think of myself as like this CEO, I'm just working another job. Um, but again, I think that, I think I kind of get around the imposter syndrome. Cause I'm kind of, I'm just very open about what I don't know. It's like, I'm here I know what I'm really good at. I don't think that we have to all be good at all the things. I think that we should lean into the things that we're good at and then lean on other people for the things we're not. And thankfully I have a team that really allows me to do that. But I think there is part of this that's like, you know, sometimes if I'm going to speak on a panel or do something else, it's kind of like, take a minute and be like, okay, you can do this. You're, you, you, you know, just as much as anyone else, like lean into your strengths. Like sometimes I do have to still do that pep talk. Because, or like when I'm drafting an email to someone I don't know, and it's like my conversation style is very much more informal than potentially a business email would be. And so it's kind of this evaluation of how much of me makes me me and how much of me needs to kind of step it up a little um, in a professional setting. Okay. I love all that. Okay. Founder, I would love for you to tell us how a man started a bra company. Yes. So his name is Mike Drescher and he's a really unique guy, but what really happened was, um, a really, really close friend of his, his wife, who was also one of his best friends, um, passed away from breast cancer and that kind of started. And then at some simultaneously, he happened to be in a relationship with someone who had breast cancer, who thankfully, um, was able to survive and everything is still wonderful. But those kind of, those two instances kind of set him on a course And he's a very um, spiritual guy. And so he kind of, the universe was kind of sending him some signals as he was kind of diving into this. And his sister was very much into um, the electrical body. And she kind of was talking with him and showing him this research about how our bodies are electric beings and talking about the restriction involved with underwires and bras and how, you know, if you think about like your arm, if your arm is in a cast, it atrophies. Gravity doesn't just work up and down. It works in all directions. So if you have, you know, if you're wearing a bra all day long, that's restricting you, not to mention the underwire that's kind of compressing that lymphatic system underneath your arms. That's not allowing toxins to drain out of your body. If you think about that, like, obviously that's not, and then you think about the heat and the moisture, this is just all setting you up for not good things to happen. And so he started kind of down this road and he did this research and he was like, there has to be a better way. Like what? There has to be a better way. And so through this journey over seven years, he actually was able to meet with some incredible people in the industry. Um, have We have an amazing bra designer. Her name is Heidi Lehman. She designed the bra, the tanks, and the underwear, which whom you met, um, along with some other partners in the industry in Europe and then in New York, and just kind of created this team that was super passionate. I mean, a lot of these people had been in the industry for decades, and none of them had thought about making a bra for a woman's health and wellness. Bras these days tend to be about fashion, sex, and candy. Bras these days are designed for how a woman is going to look in the bra from an outsider's perspective. And that is not what Vibrant's about. Vibrant is about how you feel in your bra. It's about giving women the opportunity to finally have something 
that is incredibly comfortable, that's going to give them the look that they, that they want. And oh, by the way, it's made from cleaner materials. I mean, I think every single, you mentioned the word bra in a group of women, you will get a passionate response. I mean, it's happened numerous times since I've been doing this. Everyone wants to know, wait, do you have a bra? I hate my bra. Are you wearing a bra? What bra are you wearing? Like it is, we hate our bras. You know, 80% of women are wearing the wrong size. I would say informal poll, you know, maybe one out of 20 women are happy with the bra they have right now. Most women hate their bras. And if you think about it, why are we doing this to ourselves? You know, if there's 80% of the women are wearing a wrong bra that they don't like, you think about, is there any other industry that can exist when 80% of the clientele aren't even happy with what they have? You know, it's like this incredible move. It's like, it's incredible to think about. There's no other industry where that would happen. And so, you know, the bras of today look very similar to the bras of a hundred years ago. And What's really unique about Vibrant is we really, the designer really looked at the pain points a woman has when she has her, on her bra. The straps are slipping, uh, the hook and eye digging into you in the back. Um, the digging, for me, it was always the digging of the underwire on the side of your armpit. Um, scratchy seams. And she really was able to um, create a bra that by the way, has a utility patent on it uh, that is so incredibly comfortable and it's wire free. I think about all the women that walk through the door when they get home. And the first thing that they want to do is take the bra off because it's so uncomfortable. They've been miserable all day. And it's kind of even crazy that there's a moment that today that I like even forgot that I had it on because it is so comfortable and totally agree. I feel like there are so many times in life that it's like, what size are you? And then you say the size and you're like, but I don't really think that that's what size I am. It feels like that number that is like two sizes up than what I really am. So the process that you go on the website, you make an appointment. I feel like Heidi, who is the designer, mm -hmm. correct? correct? She, and you can tell me a a little background if you want about her, but one I loved, and it makes sense that she's a designer because the bra is like her baby. That's what it, yes. you know what I mean? That's what I feel like. So her measuring me, it was so comfortable. She's so sweet. I could have talked to her for 45 minutes, an hour. Um, it wasn't that long, just so anyone knows, <laughs> but I feel like it was so fun to like, feel like I was getting an actual measurement. And I feel like let's just be honest. She knows boobs. Like, right. I don't know if I can say I that mean, out loud, but yeah. So that's boobs. the thing. So this is what's interesting is, so obviously we are going to have a fit app that'll be available by hopefully by the end of this month. So, or, or a fit quiz, I should say on the website, that'll be available at the end of this month. And you can absolutely purchase a bra without doing a fitting with Heidi, but we offer complimentary fittings with Heidi. Um, you wear your clothes. You are not naked. I like to call that out. You either wearing a close fitting tank top with a bra on, or you're just wearing a bra. And she does, she makes you feel very comfortable and to do it in the comfort of your own home. I mean, women hate bra shopping. It's like going swimsuit shopping. You walk into the store, the lighting is bad. There's some person you don't even know, and you're standing there and you know, you just want to be home. And so to give women the opportunity to have that complimentary fitting at home with someone who's going to put you totally at ease. Um, but we also have free returns and free, um, shipping. So like you really aren't, you could always, always order multiple sizes too. If you had, didn't feel like you wanted to have a fitting or something like that. So, but she is amazing. She's been in the industry for decades. Um, you could listen to her talk about bras forever. And she's just, she is a gem. Like she knows what she's talking about. And to have a female designing a bra, majority of the industry really is masculine. So to have a female who really can understand what wearing a bra is like and what the pain points are. And that's why, you know, she created 
the straps in the back that come to a bit of a V so they aren't going to slip off your shoulders. And she did the extra padded hook and eye in the back with no rough seams. And she created this for me, the biggest um, thing about the bra is the checkmark shaped cup. So in general, an underwire usually has more of a U shape, which is absurd because no one's boobs or two balls in the front of their body. Your breast tissue actually extends back underneath your armpits. And so she created a checkmark shaped cup that actually encapsulates all that breast tissue. And that's why a lot of women end up going up a cup size because you're trying to get all your boobs in this thing. But it makes complete sense. Like I hadn't even thought, I mean, the fact that, and this covers all of that. Mm -hmm. It covers it all. And there's like, I mean, there's, and the fabric is so soft, like, and that's the thing, like you will put it on in the morning. You don't have to adjust it. You don't have to pull the strap up. And I used to be that person who would rip that bra off the second I got through the door. And now I can, I'll like be putting my pajamas on be like, Oh, I'm going to take my bra off or I'm not wearing a bra these days. You know, like, so that's the thing. It's like, you can wear a bra. You don't have to wear a bra, but we support you. And that's why we created the line of tanks as well for women who don't wear bras, but maybe you want a little something. So Heidi told me you're a big fan of the tanks. She did talk to me about that on my fitting. She's like, Allie wears the tanks all the time under everything. And so on right now, I love, I need to get a tank too. The nice thing about the tanks is that she designed the tanks to go with the line of the bra. So if you wear the tank and the bra together, which I generally do, then it doesn't pop out. You know, sometimes you wear a tank top and it pops out over like where the, the tank, or sometimes you wear a bra and it pops out where the tank is. So this will layer underneath, but I'm a huge fan of the shelf tank because I don't have a bigger chest. I can get away with just a little bit of a shelf tank. Um, and not, you know, especially if I'm wearing sweatshirts and sweaters and stuff. Um, but I'm a huge fan. It is. So this is the thing about the tanks and the underwear, you know, like you have those tanks and you're, you know, cause I think how can a tank be that great? It's just a freaking tank top. But you know, the tanks, like they pill the first time you wash them or you start wearing them, they fit great. And then an hour later, they've completely stretched out or, you know, the seam and the, the stitching is a little too rough. Like this fabric is a silk blend that doesn't lose its shape. It doesn't pill. Trust me. I've been wearing, I wear this thing every day. Um, and it's also so super soft. Like I won't even touch any of my other tank tops because this tank top is like butter. Butter. I mean, that's butter. a great description. Okay. So two <laughs> things I want to comment on. One is just a comment. I love, I mean, I don't love that this started from a tragedy, but the story is everything. I think with a brand and a company, and I feel like the why of why something begins is always so important. And I wouldn't have guessed that that is how this journey started, but it's kind of amazing that that's what led him in this direction. And then two is more of a question. So tell me about the fabric. Like, how do you make sure that these fabrics don't have, you know, the toxic chemicals in them that we all know can be such a, you know, big deal and absorbed right into the skin. Right. So we, um, all of our fabrications materials are all independently third-party lab tested. Um, we have a partnership or we are certified with Okatex, which is the international standard for textile safety. To this point, um, we have had everything manufactured over in Europe. So Europe has incredible standards, um, whereas the United States doesn't, which could remind you of the beauty industry. But yeah. it's the, the it's the Okatex certification that we have that says that everything that we're doing um, from the hook and eye to the stitching, to the fabric, to the dyes, does not contain harmful levels of um, potential or does not contain potentially harmful levels of toxins. So it's a certification um, through a third-party independent lab. 
So I should know this, but when did this company launch in general? So the company was actually founded in 2015, but it took seven years and over 80 prototypes to find and finally get that our everywhere bra dialed. And then really, I would say that we were um, launching, we were launching right now because the founder knew that as a male, he didn't want to be the figurehead for this company. He thought it was much more important for a female to be the head of the company, as well as it to be a female led and female um, majority female company. So when we kind of connected last year and I came on board in September, um, I had the opportunity to do a rebrand, um, to make the branding feel a little bit more emotional for me, um, to kind of guide it in the direction that I felt would relate to the women that I knew more. And then, um, we actually just announced me as the CEO like a month ago, even though it was like a couple months ago. Um, so we're really kind of launching now, I would say. So the company started in 2015, but we're really kind of launching now to the world because we have our branding. Um, we have an affiliate program that we just launched that is starting that's super exciting because that was the one thing that I knew coming from my network marketing that I think the future of this of selling is social selling. It just is. That's yeah. where women are going for recommendations. They're not going to the store with someone they don't know. They're following their friends and influencers, and they want to try what those people are recommending. They have that no like, and trust factor. So for me, it was really important when I started, I just, I saw it so clearly that this, we need to have an affiliate program. We need to reward women for sharing what I know they're going to share because especially bras, I mean, not even talking about skincare, but especially bras. If you find a bra you love, you are absolutely going to share it with everyone, you know. It was really important for me building on the network uh, marketing, which this is just an affiliate code. It's not um, a, like a network marketing company per se, Yeah. but it's really important for me to give women the opportunity to make money on recommendations that they're going to be making. And for women of, you know, whether they're married, not married in school, not in school, have a job, don't have a job, they can still make money sharing something that they truly love. So you're going to actually have a fit quiz on the website. So that will make it easier. Or the fact I, I can tell you ladies, cause we have mostly ladies that listen, but option to do the fitting with Heidi, it was just even good for me to learn about myself and what she would like recommended the bra. It, I love it. Allie, you should see, like, we took a little picture on zoom at the end and she was so excited to do it. She like held up the bra. Like it was so adorable, but okay. So I love all of that. So what are your big goals for the next, where do you see the company in a year? So what's really exciting for me is that because we are focused on, you know, certified clean first layer, that really gives us room to create more and additional products for our product line. And, you know, from my experience, I really saw that women come to clean for three different reasons. One is usually if they've had some kind of health concern in their family. The second is when they're pregnant. And the third is if they have children, that's just when people tend to hear or get into clean. And so for me, it was really important. I want to have a product for those women who are pregnant. So we're looking, um, we're looking into prototypes right now for a nursing tank. I think it's really important. That's when the, that's when I started learning more about, um, safer products. You know, that's when your doctor tells you not to use certain products because you can't use them when you're nursing or pregnant. Um, so I think that's a point for us to really be able to educate women so they can be very proactive. So a nursing tank is on the horizon for me. My daughter is nine. She just got her first training bra, um, yeah. from, and it was very challenging to find a clean, clean from a standpoint of safe training bra. I ended up ordering some from Europe. So for me, I think there's a large, a big market for us, for women 
to buy cleaner training bras for their girls, especially even the ones I got from Europe. I don't love the fabric. I don't like this. You know, I know that Heidi can do magical things with it. Yeah. So for me, it's really exciting. The idea of the products that I think we can bring to bear. I really hope that in a year from now, we have a huge um, number of affiliates who are sharing our products. I truly think that this product can change people's lives because this is something women wear every single day, every year for years. And if you can have something on your body that's been bothering you and you know that bothers you every single day for years, think about how amazing it could be to actually wake up and like not dread putting your bra on. Think about how different your day could be just feeling supported. I mean, Heidi always says like, it's like, she always jokes. It's like, um, like a cocoon for your breasts, you know, like feel, if you could feel that every single day, how would that change your attitude? How would that change, you know, your mindset, you know, just being able to feel supported from the inside out. So I really hope that, you know, in a year from now, our audience has grown, that we have a, you know, a large amount of affiliates who are sharing this product that we have expanded our product line so that we can offer even more to women. And, you know, from a perspective, like our home office in Milwaukee, I'd love to see more women on staff being able to really create kind of a comprehensive plan for how we can support women in all stages of their lives um, from a employee standpoint as well. I really want Vibrant to be the place that women want to work in Milwaukee because it's the place they know they can come and be able to have that balance and support that they need and deserve. Okay, I got goosebumps. I feel like I asked the question and then I got nervous because I feel like that question could throw some people off and you are a CEO. (laughs) You're officially a CEO. Um, okay. Look, I just got teary. What does that mean? I feel like, Oh my gosh, I love it. I know. I think it's because I watched you like for so long. You know what I mean? Okay. So I love all the, I love the concept of maternity. I think I totally agree. I think you're completely right that people start learning more, educating themselves when they go through that process. Um, training bra for sure. I can see all these parts and pieces and I feel like I, it definitely is a women, women's brand for sure. So if someone out there wanted to be an affiliate, mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, I know we will link to the website, um, when we drop this for sure, because I know that everyone's going to want to go and purchase one of these bras. I can tell you right now that it is the most comfortable thing that I've ever worn. So I know people will want to do that. Um, and I'm sure they'll find it on the website, but do you want to talk a little bit about becoming an affiliate? Because I'm sure there will be people out there that love the bra and they are ready to share this promo code. Yeah, totally. So if you go to our website in the footer, there's a link for the advocate program. And all you do is fill out some simple information. We approve you. And then the program um, is you would receive 15% commission on lifetime value of a client. So if a client shops with you one time and they shop again with you three years from now, and they don't even use your code, you still get a commission on it. Um, As an affiliate, you get 30% off your own personal orders. Um, you also get a code to share. Well, you get a link that you can share that, uh, people can shop by, but then you also get a one-time 15, 15% off code to share with your network. Um, and that is something that you, we don't offer like a welcome discount on our website. It is, we, st- we want people to go through affiliates. So you get a 15% off code that you can share with your network. So 15% commission, 30% um, discount on personal orders, and then a 15% one-time uh, discount code that you can share with your network. Okay. Th- that's, those are magical numbers too. 
alley. Those yes. are some percentages. Um, just hearing what other influencers get from certain companies. Those are amazing numbers. So it was important for us to be, to create a program that was going to be worthwhile, but then also because we see the value, like I truly see the value in affiliates. I mean, like I said, like you even standing here and saying, this is truly the most comfortable bra that's going to do more than someone seeing an ad on social media for us because they know you, they trust you. And they're like, okay, well, for, if it's free shipping and free returns, I'll give it a try. I mean, that's the thing. Like there really is no risk to trying it. And so, and we also, like I said, we wanted to make sure that it was rewarding to the women who were sharing our products. Okay. I love that. Okay. So motivational, inspirational. I feel like we heard a million different things because you did something that felt scary. Imposter syndrome, I think is something we all deal with leaning into being vulnerable and knowing your strengths and playing to those strengths. Um, there are so many different nuggets. Is there anything that you would like to leave our listeners with us today about vibrant or life or both all the things? Uh, I'll kind of just two things. Um, and one of them is again, something that the beauty counter founder said, but like you can have it all, but you can't have it all in one day, I think is really important to remember. But I really think at the end of the day, the, the biggest thing I would have to say is lean into fear. Like I would not be here if I didn't say yes to something that terrified me, that absolutely terrified me. I am an A-type personality. I want to succeed at the things I'm doing. I want to be good at them. No one likes to feel like they don't know what's going on. And I just think even in, you know, since September, when I said yes to this opportunity, the things I've learned, the people I've met, how my life has been enriched, and I'm still terrified, but your life, if you don't lean into things that scare you, well, first of all, fear is a marker of things you should lean into, but if you don't do things that scare you, your life never changes. You, you know, I just, my life is richer for saying yes to something and having that courage to step into something that terrified me. So I would say lean into something that scares you and you would be just so surprised and I think happy with the results. Okay. I love this. This was so much fun for us to reconnect. I know it was, I loved seeing you. It was so much fun to reconnect. And I feel like I have the most amazing bra ever. I'm going to definitely be talking this up. I mean, I, who knows I might become affiliate. We will talk about that after. Yeah. You might Um, as well. I might as well, but I, I've loved the whole process. I feel like the things that you're talking about, this brand, this company, um, you were meant to be a CEO and I can't wait to see where this company goes and the future of Vibrant. And I'm so excited to see what happens with it. Well, thank you so much for having me. It was wonderful to be here. I, you know, this is one of my first podcasts I've done and it was lovely to do it with someone that I know and trust so well. And yes, I just, you know, just even if it gets someone thinking about, oh, what am I putting on my body? Maybe I should look into that. I, I just, Education is power. And the, you know, like we always said at, um, in my last company, or actually I shouldn't say last company, cause I still am with beauty counter. Yeah. Um, like we say at beauty counter, you know, better, you do better. And so when you have education, you can make better choices. And that's just what we're all here to do. We're all here to try to make better choices for ourselves and our families. Okay. Thank you so much for taking the time with us today and everyone go to the website. The link is below and, um, order your bra today.
Here on Greener Grass, we're ready to grow together, learn people's stories, lives, and successes. And we've had some amazing people on the podcast. We want to bring some special partnerships to all of you, things that we love, things that we can share, and get you a little bit of discount so you can try some things out. And we had Vibrant, the body company, the bra that's changing the world, on Greener Grass. And we're offering a special affiliate code for you to get a and try this amazing bra bra out. It's the bra that's certified clean, no wires, and so comfortable. And I can say that definitely for myself. I'm wearing it right now. So make sure you use the affiliate code below to try out this amazing bra. Thanks so much for joining us today. Remember to visit the show notes for more information on the Vibrant Body Company and to join our newsletter. Thank you so much to Asa Watkins for post-production. And if you'd like to find us on Instagram, we're at Grand Rev Creative and on Twitter at grass underscore podcast. Please leave us a five-star rating and review anywhere you get your podcast. It really, really helps us grow our audience. Thank you so much. We appreciate you and have an amazing week. This is Green Grass. Thank you.